Welcome to the StoryGrid Writer's Room Podcast with Valerie Francis and Leslie Watts. This show is all about getting writers writing. There's a story inside of you that's trying to get out, and even though you love this stuff, sometimes it feels like you're banging your head against the wall. Well, the StoryGrid method is like a decoder ring, and it will help you crack any story you can dream up. The hardest part is knowing where to start, but that's what we're here for. We've been where you are now, and we can help. Here on the show, we'll give you a practical approach to the StoryGrid method so that you can put it to work. If you want to crack the story code, roll up your sleeves, and let's get started. Welcome to the StoryGrid Writer's Room podcast. My name is Valerie Francis, and I'm a StoryGrid certified editor. I'm also a writer, and I specialize in stories by, for, and about women. And I'm Leslie Watts. I'm also a StoryGrid certified editor, and I help fiction and nonfiction writers craft epic stories that matter. This week, as you can tell, we're launching a brand new podcast, the StoryGrid Writer's Room. Now, we loved our time on the Roundtable podcast, but now that there's just the two of us, we had to change things up a little bit. On the Roundtable podcast, we really focused on the macro structure of storytelling, and we focused a lot on films. Here on the Writer's Room this season, we're going micro with a look at scenes, and we're focusing quite heavily on text on prose, short stories, and novels. Leslie, do you want to take us through some of the things that we'll cover uh, in each of the episodes, each of the episodes this season? Sure. And one of the things that you can expect is that we're going to share the curriculum in advance. So you're going to know which stories we're looking at so that you can be studying alongside us. We're going to have 10-week seasons, and then we'll have what we call toolbox episodes in between. So those will be like five-minute episodes where we cover a specific tool, explain what it is, why we use it, and how we use it. We're going to be posting these on YouTube and keep the podcast. And of course, we'll still have the show notes on storygrid.com. Yeah, YouTube is new for us, so be kind, everyone, as we learn the ropes of doing video and audio at the same time. <laughs> so, Leslie, as we do scene analysis, obviously scenes are the basic building block for novelists. If you can write a great scene, you can write a great novel. If your scenes aren't working, your novel is not going to work. So that's why we're really looking at scene analysis this semester. And as we go through, if anyone who has read uh, the Pride and Prejudice analysis that Sean Coyne did, you can see how he analyzes each scene. And we've got a couple of standard things that we look at every time we, we analyze a scene. We have a couple of questions that we look at. And then, of course, we look at the five commandments of storytelling. Leslie, what are these questions about? Why do we need to know those things? Well, the questions are about coming up with the story event. And the story event is something we put in the spreadsheet. And it gives us just a basic summary of what's happening in the scene. 
It gives us a clue about the conflict that's happening in the scene, because that's really important. And then it also gives us a clue about what has changed. These are the vital parts of any scene, and it's what we really want to be looking at as we think about what's happening in the scene, what do we need to include, how do we evaluate them. And the five commandments, if anyone out there is struggling with the story grid method and trying to figure out how to get into it, how to crack it <laughs> and where to start, the five commandments is just an excellent place. That's where I started because when I first read the story grid, what good editors know, I knew I had something good in my hands, but I didn't understand most of it. I, I couldn't even cope with the second half of the book where Sean goes into the spreadsheet and, <laughs> and the details of the analysis of Silence of the Lambs. It was just way over my head. But the five commandments, which are the inciting incident, progressive complications that culminate in a turning point, the crisis, the climax, and the resolution, that sounded a little familiar to me. It was back there, way in the back of my mind. I had heard something about that before. So I started with that, and I just started applying them at the scene level. And I wrote a whole book, one scene after another, making sure the five commandments were in that. And it's an excellent, excellent exercise. So the five commandments are fundamental. If you have a scene or any unit of story that's not quite working, one of the very first things you can do is look at the five commandments and make sure they're in there. Is there a turning point mm, or is it exposition? Well, this is one way. We're gonna show you how to figure that out when you're looking at your scenes. Yes, and one of the cool things I think that we're doing in the writer's room that's different from what we did in the round table is we're gonna be looking at prose. Now, movies are excellent for the macro story, and we have learned so much from looking at them, analyzing them, discussing them, arguing about them a little bit, <laughs> but we really need to get down on the ground and look at what are the practical things we need to know to execute a scene? Because if your scenes aren't working, it doesn't matter how wonderful your global story is, no one's going to get to the end. And whatever you learn about with respect to scenes, scene structure and crafting them, you can apply to the global story. So it's a, a back and forth kind of process. And I'm excited to be getting down into the micro. Me too. Absolutely. Something else we're going to look at this season is scene types. Now we've dabbled a little bit in this and we did, we certainly covered it on the Roundtable podcast and Anne Holly and I did a post, uh, a Fundamental Fridays post on scene types, but we're still at the, you know, the very beginning of our study on this, this tool. I remember when we did our certification training and Sean just sort of tossed it out there. He played a scene from To Kill a Mockingbird and he said, what kind of scene is this? I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. What do you mean, what kind of scene is this? And then when he said it's a monster attack scene and he just, he, he just spent a minute talking about scene types, I thought, oh, oh, this is good. This is something I need to know. I can see lots of applications for this. Now, here I am three years later, just starting to scratch the surface. And of course, these podcast episodes, I mean, Leslie, they're our study time. So... One of the things that we're doing here on the show and that we did on the Roundtable podcast 
we're learning live and our listeners and now our viewers will get to hear us figure things out and decode stories and see how other writers and, and craftspeople have approached approach their craft, whether it is uh, in film or now in prose, whether it's a novel, novella, a short story. So I'm really looking forward to diving into those scene types in much more detail. And of course, since we're looking at prose, this is something, I, I not, well, another thing I'm really looking forward to doing is really getting down to the words. Because as novelists, all we have to work with is words on a page and our readers' imaginations. So when we're looking at film, especially on the round table, there were so many times that we just loved the actor's performance or we loved the costume design or the lighting or the cinematography or the music. We had to just ignore all of that because those things aren't available to a novelist. And one of the questions, I don't know about you, Leslie, but one of the questions I get most often from clients and from writers when I'm talking to them is, okay, all of this story structure stuff is fine, but when I'm sitting down to write and I'm faced with a blank screen or a blank page, what, what do I do? What, what words do I put down? <laughs> uh, and now we won't tell you what words to write because that's your craft. However, we're going to look at the words that other authors have used and see how they've approached things that are particular to a novel. What do you think, Leslie? I'm really excited about that because as you say, there's so much advice about the, the macro way of doing things, you know, story structure, and there's not very much about how do you translate that down to the very specific steps that you're working on in the page. And the cool kind of meta thing that we have going on is that we're studying as you say. So this is part of us developing our, for our writing, for our editing, but you get to see the way we're working and the way that we approach the problems that we face as writers and editors. And that's really valuable because people think about, you know, what kind of pen does Stephen King use? And it doesn't really matter what kind of pen he uses, but how does he approach the story? And I can't tell you that actually, but as we look at these scenes and analyze them, pull them apart, put them back together, we're going to be looking at what are the decisions that the writer's making to create the story that they're creating. And so that's really exciting. And we're using stories that are already in the story grid universe. To, you know, there's some more than others. Uh, so from the Ground Your Craft and Level Up Your Craft courses, as well as in the Guild, uh, there are a lot of stories that we're pulling on. So there are things that are already circulating, and we're getting a mix of stories, including novels and short stories. And we even have one film entry this time, I think. Right, Valerie? We do, the King's Speech, because we can't go cold turkey. I mean, that's just too much of a shock. <laughs> but the reason we're choosing stories that are already in the Story Grid universe somewhere is because 
chances are if you're listening to this podcast, you've already watched a film for the Roundtable podcast, or you may already be a student in Level Up Your Craft or Ground Your Craft, or you may be a Guild member. So you've already read a bunch of books to learn lessons from those courses, or you've watched films to understand what we were talking about on the Roundtable podcast. So what we wanted to do is reduce the barrier to entry for StoryGrid, because look, I get it. This stuff, as valuable as it is, can be hard to access sometimes. I mean, it's, whew, there's a lot. And you've got to, well, at least I had to anyway. I can't speak for anybody else. I had to take my time and move through it systematically, starting with the five commandments of storytelling. And I, I've had clients, and I've recommended this, I think, to everyone I talk to. It's a really great way to enter the story grid method, to see an immediate improvement in your writing, to see your scenes start to level up. And when that happens, your readers become way more engaged because they're this, it means that when they're working, it means that the stakes are escalating. It means that you're getting your reader emotionally involved in your story. And when that happens, you're really onto something. So I'm really looking forward to this. Our first week, it'll start next week with Bridget Jones's Diary, the, the opening, the turkey curry buffet scene from Bridget Jones's Diary. And in the meantime, if you're chomping at the bit to find out more about what we're going to talk about, Sean talks about the, uh, the first five principles of storytelling, which includes the story event and the, and the five commandments in a book called StoryGrid 101, which is available as a free download from the StoryGrid website. You can just go to the books page and you'll find it there and you can download that and have a read before you join us again next week for Bridget Jones's Diary. And that wraps it up for this week. Remember, if you want to become a better writer, you've got to write and you've got to read. Why not challenge yourself this week to take one of the ideas we talked about in the episode and use it in your work? To support the show, leave us a rating and review and tell your writer friends about us. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the channel. If you want to see how we put story theory into practice, subscribe to the UnPodcast at ValerieFrancis.ca slash inner circle or writership.com. For show notes, blog posts, and information on the StoryGrid courses and guild, visit StoryGrid.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.